0: Welcome to Zichur Dach Siman Mem Ramei Ram Goldhar, and today Masechah Sotah, Dach Mem Gimel, the 8th parak, Mushulkh Mohamma. The Zichur Masechah Sota program has been generously sponsored as a s'chus for our so the details are going to focus on him, when it was taught in the brisa. <speaking in Hebrew> not for not did Pinchas go to battle against Midian, <speaking in Hebrew> rather to take revenge for his mother's father, Yosef, who was sold as a slave by Midianites. There were questions Pinchas descent from Yosef, from a Pasuk identifying his mother as Nimonos Putiel, from the daughters of Putiel. My love to Asim Yisro, is this not because they descended from Yisro, who is called Putiel? what is Because he fattened calves for idolatry, Pitem The more answer is Yosef No, they descended from Yosef, called Putiel, because he scorned and conquered his desire. The Gemara rejects that when Pinnachas killed Zimri, the other Shvatim, disgrace him, saying, Re'isim ben Ze, have you seen the son of Puti? Ben Shapitim avi ima ogamu avoroshkochami ha son whose mother's father, fattened calves for idolatry, yaorug yet he kills a nasi of Israel. Clearly, he descended from Israel. The Gemara answers that he descended from both, one from his mother's father and one from his mother's mother. This is supported by the Yud and Putiyel, which indicates multiple meanings. Pointing to the, the next mission, teaches about the officers declaring the three exemptions from going to battle: one who built a new house and did not inaugurate it, one who planted a vineyard and did not redeem it in the fourth year, and one who married a woman and did not complete the marriage. The mission it details the applications of each exemption and concludes. <inaudible> All these hear the words of the Kohen about the war regiments, and provide water and food to the army and repair the roads for the army's passage. The mission then enlists those who do not qualify for the above exemptions and teaches that there are those who do not leave their homes at all, nor provide sustenance to the troops nor repair the roads. Banabai Swakanako, one who built a house and inaugurated, not to Hihula, one who planted a vineyard and redeemed its fruit, a no so one who performed Nasun with his Arusa, a Konis Yabimto and one who married his Yabama, and in all these cases then and in all these cases did not enjoy their benefits for a full year. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that in addition to planting, grafting a plant also exempts from going to war. Rabizir explains that this refers to permitted grafting. Now, the Gemara 1 is what the case is, since if a young tree, meaning one less than three years old, was grafted onto a young tree, he's exempt anyway because of the first tree. If it was grafted onto an old tree, Rabbi Den taught, The young tree is nullified in the old tree and does not have a law of Orla. Thus, the graft cannot provide an exemption. Rabbi Yumi explained that he grafted it onto a young tree which was not subject to orla. In the case where he planted the first tree as a fence or for beams, which is exempt from orla. Therefore, only the graft exempts the owner from going to war. This graft does not become nullified to the permitted host because if he would change his mind and designate it for fruit production, it would revert to an orla state since its primary, since its primary function is to produce fruit. Of Nakumar Yitzak answered, "The Mavrich Iwambi The Mishnah is where he grafted a tree onto an herb, and the Mishnah falls the opinion that this is permitted. Herbs are not subject to Orla and only the graft exempts from army service. So once again the three points are number one it was Tottenham Brace Allochinim Halak Penkasumchama. Not for naught did Pinchas go to battle against Midian, Eliparat, din Aviimo, rather to take revenge for his mother's father, Yosef, who was sold as a slave by Midianites. The word questions Pinchas' descent from Yosef, from a Pasuk identifying his mother as Mimonos Putiel, from the daughters of Putiel. My love to ask Yisro, is this not because they descended from Yisro, who is called Putiel? She pitem what is because he fattened calves for idolatry, pitem el. The Gemara answers, Yosef No, they descended from Yosef, called Putiel, because he scorned and conquered his desire. The Gemara objects that when Pinnacus killed Zimri, the other Shvatim disgraced him, saying, bin Putizeh, have you seen the son of Puti? Ben Shapitim Avi Im Ogamu of Rusko a son, whose mother's father, fat and for idolatry, Yisrael, yet he kills the Nasi of Yisrael. Clearly he descended from Yisrael. The Gemara answers that he descended from both, one from his mother's father, and one from his mother's mother. This is supported by the Yud and Putiyel, which indicates multiple meanings. Point of me the the next mission teaches about the officers declaring the three exemptions from going to battle. One who built a new house and did not inaugurate it. One who planted a vineyard and did not redeem it in the fourth year. And one who married a woman and did not complete the marriage. The mission details the applications of each exemption and concludes, All these hear the words of the Kohen about the war regiments and provide water and food to the army, and repair the roads for the army's passage. The mission then enlists those who do not qualify for the above exemptions, and teaches that there are those who do not leave their homes at all, nor provide sustenance to the troops, nor repair the roads. One who built a house and inaugurated, one who planted a vineyard and redeemed its fruit, one who performed Nisun with his Arusa, and one who married his Yavama, and in all these cases... then. And in all these cases, did not enjoy their benefits for a full year. And pointing with you, the Mishnah taught that in addition to planting, grafting a plant also exempts from going to war. Rabbi Zair explains that this refers to permitted grafting. Now, the Gemara one is what the case is, since if a young tree, meaning one less than three years old, was grafted onto a young tree, he's exempt anyway because of the first tree. If it was grafted onto an old tree, Rabbi Yavoh taught, The young tree is nullified in the old tree and does not have a law of orla. Thus, the graft cannot provide an exemption. Rabbi Yirmei explained that he grafted it onto a young tree which was not subject to orla. In a case where he planted the first tree as a fence or for beams, which is exempt from orla. Therefore, only the graft exempts the owner from going to war. This graft does not become nullified to the permitted host because if he would change his mind and designate it for fruit production, it would revert to an orla state since, since its primary function is to produce fruit. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak answered, The Mishnah is where he grafted a tree onto an herb and the Mishnah follows the opinion that this is permitted. Herbs are not subject to orla and only the graft exempts from army service. All right, so now we get our Simondaf Mem Gimel and our standard a magazine. A magazine, so here goes. The most recent issue of Ancient Minnonite Battles magazine captivated the attention of the great Ben Puthi general, who was sitting on his porch while exempt from war due to his recent engagement behind a young tree he had grafted onto another tree, which is planted as a fence. Once again, it's motion. The most recent issue of Ancient Minyanite Battles magazine, magazine, that must be more in Mem Gimel. The most recent issue of Ancient Minyanite Battles magazine captivated the attention of the great Ben Puti general, which reminds us it was taught in Brysa, halach Pinchas Rumachama, not for not to Pinchas go to battle against Midian, rather to take revenge for his mother's father, Yosef, who was sold as a slave by the Midianites. The Gemara questions Pinchas' descent from Yosef from a Pasuk, identifying his mother as Mimino's Putiel, from the daughters of Putiel. Is this not because they descended from Yisru, who was called Putiel? because he fattened calves for idolatry, Pitamel. The Gemara answers me Yosef No, they descended from Yosef called Putiel because he scorned and conquered his desire. The Gemara answers, the Gemara concludes that he descended from both, one from his mother's father and one from his mother's mother. This is supported by the Yudin Putiel, which indicates multiple meanings. So, the most recent issue of Ancient Midianite Battles magazine captivated the attention of the great Ben Puti General, who was sitting on his porch while exempt from war due to his recent engagement, which reminds us the next mission teaches about the officers declaring the three exemptions from going to battle, one who built a new house and did not inaugurate it, one who planted a vineyard and did not redeem it in the fourth year, and one who married a woman and did not complete the marriage. So, the most recent issue of Ancient Midianite Battles magazine captivated the attention of the great Ben Puti General, who was sitting on his porch while exempt from war due to his recent engagement behind a young tree he had grafted onto another tree, which was planted as a fence, which reminds us. The Mishnah taught that in addition to planting, grafting a plant also exempts from going to war. Reza explains that this refers to permitted grafting. The Quran 1 is what the case is, and Rabbi Yirmi explained that he grafted onto a young tree which was not subject to orla, such as in a case where he planted the first tree as a fence or for beams, which is exempt from orla. Therefore, only the graft exempts the owner from going to war. Rav Nachman Rayitzak provided another answer. So once again, the most recent issue of Ancient Minyanite Battles magazine captivated the attention of the great Benputi general, who was sitting on his porch while exempt from war due to his recent engagement behind a young tree he had grafted onto another tree, which was planted as a fence. All right, so now it's time for forbaq hazar daf So the simon daf is a letter, and we often use a mailman in the siman. So here goes the mailman holding the red letter. Mailman letter. That must be more Lamitas. Well, the mailman holding the red letter waited in silence as the Torah was read, which reminds us it was taught that one may not speak once the safer Torah has been opened. So the mailman holding the red letter waited in silence as the Torah was read and then ran over to the very old sage who always said the bracha before reciting Birka's Kohanim, which reminds us the more brings the bracha and feels of the Kohanim during Berakas Ghanim relates that Rabbeinu Shimon was told him asked him how he merited a long life, and among his answers was that he never raised his hands for Berakas Ghanim without first reciting the bracha. So the mailman holding the red letter waited in silence as the Torah was read, and then ran over to the very old sage who always said the bracha before reciting Berakas Ghanim and handed him the note about the Berakas Ghanim sequence, which reminds us that more brings a series of seven alafas of Berakas Ghanim in which the next step cannot proceed before the previous one is completed. Daf mem, so the Simmer daf mem is a swimming pool, and often we use a swimming instructor. So here goes the humble swim instructor. Swim instructor, that must be one mem my pool. The humble swim instructor, who didn't mind when his assistant gave different instructions to the class on how to swim across the red water, which reminds us, Rabbi Abel commented, originally I would have said that I'm a non until witnessing the humility of Rabbi Abel Avakov. Rabbi Abel was delivering a shir and gave one explanation to his speaker, whose role was to repeat the shir loudly to the audience, who instantly said aloud a different explanation to the audience, and Rabbi Abel did not take offense. So the humble swim instructor who didn't mind when his assistant gave different instructions to the class on how to swim across the red water and turn his back on him to face the students, which reminds us what Yitzchak said. The awe of a congregation should always be upon you, for we find the Kohanim's faces are towards the people during Birch's Kohanim and their backs are towards the Shekhinah. So the humble swim in too. didn't mind when his assistant gave different instructions to the class on how to swim across the red water, and turned his back on him to face his students, had the children pass from one to another, the how-to-be-a-good-swim-buddy sign, which he then read aloud for all to hear, which reminds us, the next mission describes the creed of the Congado on Yom Kippur in the base of Migdash. The Chazan, meaning the Shamash of the synagogue near the base of Migdash, took the Sefer Torah and handed it to the head, meaning the Gabai, of the synagogue who handed it to the skunk kongado, who in turn handed it to the Kongado. The Kongado then read the Parsha in the Torah detailing the avodah of Yom Kippur, as well as a nearby parsha discussing the prohibition against Malacha or eating on Yom Kippur. Then because the final parsha is too far away to roll the Torah too, he read that by heart. Daf Mam so the Simmer Daf Mam It's is a grandma. So here goes. The Proud Grandma, Proud Grandma, that Muslim around, Daf Mam the proud grandma with the red walker cavelling over her grandson the king when he decree a Satori, even though he was a descendant of a foreigner. Which reminds us, the next mission describes the mitzvah of Hakkel and relates that when King Agrippa has reached the Pasuk, you shall not place a foreigner over you to be a king, Zalge'ina of the most. His eyes flowed with tears because as a descendant of the slave Herod, he was disqualified from being king. The people said to him, Do not fear, Agripas. You are a brother. You are a brother. The Gemara says they deserve destruction for this flattery of Agripas. So, the proud grandma with a red walker clawing over her grandson, the king, when he did create a satori, even though he was a descendant of a foreigner, told the Russia standing next to her, who flattered her, saying that seeing her face is like seeing the face of an angel, which reminds the Rebbe of the West, Darshim, mutu is permitted to flatter the wicked in this world because it says regarding the times of Mashiach that it will not be permitted. Rishakish gave a source from Yaakov's statement to Esav. Kiros p'nei I've seen your face, which is like seeing the face of an angel, and you were appeased by me. We see then that Yaakov flattered Esav. Rebbe gave a different interpretation of Yaakov's intent. So, the proud grandma, with a red walker kneeling over her grandson, the king, when he did Kriya even though he was a descendant of a foreigner, told the russia standing next to her, who flattered her, saying that seeing her face is like seeing the face of an angel, that he's going to fall into her grandson's hands, and ultimately go to Gehenna, which reminds us, Balazar made several statements about a person who possesses the trait of flattery. maybe Anyone who has in him the trait of flattery brings anger to the world. And he's nofoba gehanim, he falls into gehanim. He added, one who flatters his fellow ultimately falls into his hand. He concluded that even if he does not fall into his hand, he'll fall into his son's hand, or at least the hand of his son's son. Daf membe. So the simmer Daf Membes is a mobster. So here goes. The mobster, mobster, that must have been wearing Daf Membes. The mobster in the red pinstripe suit giving a pep talk to his men. We're about to go out and fight with another crime family, which reminds us. The 8th parik begins by describing the words spoken to the nation by the Meshul of Mohammed before going to battle, which were in Roshan HaKodesh. He told them they were heading to war against your enemies, meaning... Not against your brothers, that if you fall into their hands, they'll have mercy on you. Rather, you're going to war against your enemies, that if you fall into their hands, they will not have mercy on you. So the mobster in the red pinstripe suit giving a pep talk to his men were about to go out and fight with another crime family. Was shocked when his brazen giant fighter got felled. By a young man, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochan Darshan is the name Galyas is saying, They stood brazenly before Gashbaruchu, and he said, Choose for yourselves a man, and let him come down to me, by which he meant Shem, who is called an Ish Mochama, a man of war who responded, Harani Mapu y Benish, I'll hereby fell him through a son of men, meaning a young man, which is how David is described. So the mobster in the red pinstripe suit, giving a pep talk to his men, who were about to go out and fight with another crime family, was shot when his brazen giant fighter got felled by a young man, who killed four warriors, all descendants of a woman who cried. Four Tears, which reminds us. The Gemara explains why the four warriors, Saf, Madun, Galyus, and Yishbi, fell before David. The Pasik says that Tishak Arpa lechamos kaba, and Arpa kissed her mother-in-law, but Rus cleaved to her. Rabbi Yitzhak said, Amakosh Baruch Hu ve'yipu b'nei said that the sons of the one who was kissed, meaning Arpa, come and fall in the hand of the sons of the one who cleaved, referring to Rus'. Rava Darshan that Arpa merited for these four warriors to descend from her in reward for the four tears she shed when parting from Nami. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one, which of the one about the incident when King Agrippas cried when reading the Torah at HaKel? That's on Duff. Memov. Good number two, which of the one how the Torah was passed to the Kongado and how he did Kriya on Yom Kippurim? That's on Duff. Mem. Good number three. Which be the case of grafting, which grants an exemption from going to war? That's on Duff. Mem gimel. Good number four. Which does the what the Moshua Mohammed says to the nation before they go to war? That's on Duff. Mem base. Good number five. Which of when the one that one should not take food from a miser? That's on Duff. Good number six, wish of the one that Pinchas descended from both Yosef and Yisro. That's on Duff. Good number seven, wish of the one that what Ganya said was turned against him. That's on Duff. Good number eight, wish of the one that there are three exemptions from war, one being one who married a woman and did not complete the marriage. That's on Duff. Mem Gimel. Good, number nine. Which of the number of the differences on how Birchaz Gohanim was said in the Mikdash versus the Medina? That's on Daf? Lamed Ches. Good, and number ten. Which that the one the one who flatters will ultimately fall into Gehennim? That's on Daf Mem Excellent. That comes today's Shire. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham. wishing a great day and great learning.